Welcome to the Bull and Bear Show with Michael McGuire of McGuire Retirement Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieve your retirement goals. And now, here to help you with your financial questions is Michael McGuire. Hello, and welcome back to the Bull and Bear Show. I'm so glad you're with us once again. Today's show is going to be a great show. And as always, either during the show or after, please feel free to give me a call. You can call me at 405-760-5863. And hey, why don't you take a look at our website? That's at mcguirecap.com. And on that website, you're going to be able to listen to past shows. You can also order my book. And uh, as always, just just uh, we invite people to kind of look and see what we're all about on that website. I think you'll find it great. Um, this week, uh, along with me is Tony Shore. And Tony, I want to welcome you to the program this week. How are you? Well, I tell you what, I've been doing great. I enjoy this time of year. Of course, spring is great. I love it. And I've been getting outside some more. So that's a good thing. But yeah, I've been really busy. I've got kids in college, uh, two in college moving out, one preparing for high school graduation and to go to college. So I've been busy. How about you, Michael? Uh, super busy. Got back from Colorado. Oh, yeah. Bree, Bree had her regionals and uh, came in fifth uh, representing Oklahoma. You know, she was uh, all around champion in Oklahoma for her division and uh, came in fifth with seven other states. So that was awesome. That's great. <clears throat> while, while I was there, Tony, though, I, I, I got strep throat. Oh, and, uh, no. So bat battled that with a little antibiotics. And, uh, and I'm, I'm going to give a pond update. Uh, oh, I yeah, you've got that pond uh, out there on that place you got. <laughs> we've had so much rain, Tony, here in Oklahoma. Um, I am at max capacity. <laughs> it's awesome, but uh, it's 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 absolutely all the way to the top. It, it's awesome out there. And, and I have also got to encounter and kill two uh, water moccasins, uh, oh otherwise known as uh, cottonmouths. So, Michael, is that a that's a snake, right? That is a snake, uh, a very venomous snake, Tony. Oh no! Uh, in in our part of the country, uh, you can you can tell they're kind of just brown in color. They look a lot like a water snake, but I happen to know the difference. And that the difference is when they open that mouth up, it's solid white. They get the nickname wow. cotton mouth. Um, anyway, I've killed two so far, and it's interesting on the second one. Um, the first one Beck, you know, my 15 year old almost stepped on the darn thing. And, and I, oh, no. I don't have a fear of snakes. I don't, maybe I should, but I don't. So I grabbed a stick and, and, uh, ended up taking care of that, that little dude with a machete, uh, oh, in the stick. No. Wow. And, uh, and then I go out, we've had all this rain. I've got my 1975, my little, little tiny boat. And I put a cover on it. Well, the cover failed. Water got so full it, it ended up leaking in there. So, I pull the Jeep up and I get out my, my, uh, 
uh, cable for my winch and I hook it on to the boat and I pull it up shore and it's got, it, it, it had set for a while. I had some really black murky water. And so the plug of course is at the end of the boat and I reach my hand in that water and I see something move. So I pull my hand out. <laughs> guess, guess what I got out of that? A baby water moccasin, which is even more deadly in the sense because an adult they, they learn to, um, they'll, they'll do dry strikes. Sometimes they'll conserve their venom, but babies don't have that control. They don't know little, little ones don't. And so they'll unleash everything on you. And I'm going to tell you it it's, if you look them up, uh, it's not a good scenario. If you get bit, you might lose wherever they buy a finger or part of your leg or, or worse than that, you could die. So anyway, I'm keeping wow. this. I hope my family's not listening because we're going to swim in this pond oh. <laughs> and I've got dogs <laughs> with ladders. And so I'm going to kind of keep this on the down low. So nobody listening, tell them, and, uh, I'm going to eradicate <laughs> some, uh, some snakes. I'm going to be on a mission this next week and I'll report back later. <laughs> well, if you don't want your family to hear, probably the radio show isn't a good place to talk about it, Michael, but they, I think they're going to find <laughs> out, but, uh, yeah, you, you gotta get, you gotta get that under control. I, I didn't even know that Oklahoma had those, I guess. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah it's, it's one of the deadliest snakes that we have. You know, we yeah. also have rattlesnakes, but, uh, well, sure. Yeah. I yep, knew that. Yep. That is something. Hey, huh. there's somebody going to be on our show, Tony today. Um, as yeah, you know, this is a very special show. We should let our listeners know. Uh, and it's a huge get you, you got a big uh, star to come on the show today. Who, who's our special guest. So before I reveal his name, I'm going to tell you, so I get a phone call. And, uh, the person on the other end is Jake Merrick. And I've heard that name and I've, cause I've listened to Jake. Jake has the Jake Merrick show, which is also on 96.9 freedom, 96.9 FM. Uh, and he talks about everything, Oklahoma. And, uh, Jake is a uh, believer, follows Jesus. He's, he's married, uh, uh, Nicole, and he's got a father of two beautiful girls um, Jake got a master's of divinity from Southwestern Baptist Theological University. He is also a past um, state senator for Oklahoma. And uh, he gave me a call and I'm like, wow, I, I was I was starstruck, you know, and uh, he come to find out he listens to my show and had a great visit with him and his family. Uh, and Jake has since had me on his show, which airs every uh, every uh, weekday. Uh, from 7 a.m. to 8, and I get to catch it because I'm taking Beck and Bree to school before I go to work. And uh, anyway, he also listens to my show, so he's had me on a couple of times, and I thought, I'm going to return the favor. I, I want Jake because I, I, I love what he stands for. I love that he's so focused on Oklahoma and Oklahoma being a better place and the best place it can be. I, I like um a smaller government and less control from Washington. And I think we're like-minded that way. Uh, so anyway, I want to welcome to the show, Mr. Jake Merrick. Jake. Hey, Michael. Thank you so much. I tell you what, I feel like I'm starstruck, you know, the one that should be in all. So I appreciate the kind words. It's good to be on. Absolutely. I really enjoy your show. And I wanted you on today, Jake, to, you know, as you know, um, in, in, most of my, uh, any of us living in Oklahoma, 
we're really closely tied to the oil and gas industry. Uh, a ton of my clients are in oil and gas. They either own those companies or they work for those companies or the, the sister companies along that support the oil and gas industry. You had a show on recently talking about that. And I wanted to pick your brain a little bit on, on the oil and ga gas industry in Oklahoma and some things that you see on the horizon or, or things that, that we think as a state we should be working towards. Um, and so really, I'm just going to let you tell us a little bit, though, about you, Jake, before we start into that and about your show and, and how you got into it and in your time as a state senator. Absolutely. Well, again, I appreciate the time. I, you know, never thought that I would get into politics. My wife and I, we were on a course for full-time ministry, whatever that may look like. And, um, you know, my wife had made a statement several times that she was so glad God had not called us into politics because ministry was bad enough. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of politics involved with ministry, too. I know that. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. There's a fair share of politics in ministry, so it kind of gets you ready for it. Um, but, you know, the, out of the blue, God had a different plan. He changed our course and, and really felt called to run for Congress first. That was my first race. And dove in the deep end, right off the bat, learned I had, didn't have a clue what I was doing in the political game, just had really deep convictions about what was right and wrong and what I felt needed to happen in this country. And so I brought those convictions to the forefront, was running for Congress, came in very late to the game with two months left in that race, entered at the last, last day I was eligible to enter. And anyway, we ended up coming in fifth out of nine candidates. I was happy, kind of dusted off my hands and said, okay, God, that was fun. Now back to ministry. And he said, not so fast. And that race really prepared me for the second race, which was for the state Senate. And when Stephanie Bice went to Congress, she won that race that I ran in. I ran against her. She won and she had to vacate her state Senate seat. So when she vacated her seat, uh, I happened to be living in her district. And I knew that I could just see God's hand there preparing me for that place. I ran. There's a whole miracle story in that, how God basically parted the waters, gave me favor, and I won that election. And, you know, immediately entered into a very busy session and was learning on the go. But I came in once again with just deep conviction about right and wrong, about truth. I have, The family has been very much a priority to me about restoring family units in the state. Uh, we adopted out of DHS and saw the brokenness in the DHS system and the child welfare system. So I wanted to see that remedied here. Um, but, you know, I served the rest of that term and that was the end of the road for me. And so when I left office in November of this last year, I was just praying about, okay, what's next? And again, was not pursuing a career in radio, uh, but that door opened. And as I usually encourage others to do is to, you know, walk with boldness, walk with courage, trust God. And so when this door opened, I did just that. I just walked through it with courage and just trusted God that the grace would be there for it. And it really has been. And I've just been having a great time. You know, we started the Jake Merrick show in January and the focus is all things local, everything Oklahoma. The station was already playing a lot of syndicated shows like Brian Kilmeade and Dan Bongino and Dana Pag or Dana Lash, a variety of guys, uh, Bill O'Reilly, but they wanted to show that focus on Oklahoma. And that was what was in my heart to do. So my time in the Senate really prepared me for that. And I've been able to tap the shoulder of 
a lot of my former colleagues and contacts that I served with, and they've they've been regulars on my show, and it just keeps expanding. You know, the the opportunities keep expanding. The guests that I have on are a wide variety from individuals like you, Michael, talking about the market and the economy. You know, I had a, a family on this morning talking about their battle with DHS. And then just the other day, I had Mike Summers on with the American Petroleum Institute. And, you know, he had some great wisdom and words about the energy sector, which I think is very, very important to Oklahoma. Absolutely. I think it's it's our, kind of our lifeblood here, uh, for sure. And, you know, um, my family background in oil and gas was um, my dad uh, started a company called LMB Engineering, and and I've told this many times in the store, but my dad on the show, my dad was a eighth grade educated engineer, and uh, he yeah. he ended up building you know plants around uh, the United States, and ended up next to my hometown in Lindsay, Oklahoma. Uh, also had a M and M construction, and so oil and gas has been in my family from roustabout crews that my mom ran after my dad passed in, in graders and backhoes and cleaning machines. And so I naturally, when I uh, entered my profession early, um, gravitated towards people in oil and gas. They were my people. And so I have a tremendous amount of clients that are in that industry, as well as all the other industries that we have in Oklahoma. But my heart, I have a, have a special spot there because I understand the challenges of being an owner, first of all, in that environment. You know, oil and gas is boom and bust. And, and we have boom times and we have bust times. And, and it's much like being a farmer. It's hard. You know, it's hard. Mm-hmm. And there's some things that are out of your control. Um, when uh, the past administration, when when Donald Trump was in, I was really excited to see what I perceived as roadblocks being removed, uh, as an encouragement for the United States to be dominant. You know, once again, um, in the oil and gas, and we we became independent, which was phenomenal. Um, and Jake, you know, your your past show talking about that kind of kind of tell me what your view is on what's been going on and, and, and your guess what they shared with you. Yeah. Well, I always say, if you want to know how important oil and gas is to Oklahoma, just step out the South court of our Oklahoma state capital. And there you have the huge oil derrick erected right out the, the South steps. Uh, so it's front and center here in the state. It's critical to our, our economy and our infrastructure here. Uh, I too have a lot of, family connections and history in the oil and gas. My dad um, was what they call a roughneck. You know, he was the, the worker out on the oil derricks working and wow. um, spent a lot of time there. My, my uncle has been in the oil industry for years and we have a tool company right now that offers service work to the oil industry. And so we're very much plugged into the industry as, I mean, it's not just the drilling aspect. It's all of the other auxil- ancillary services that are connected yes. to it. Um, that people don't often think about, you know, from hot shots and trucking, uh, you know, then you tap into the natural gas sector and it just goes on and on and on. And it's really across the state. So it's very important to our economy. And it was a great opportunity to speak with Mike Summers. He is in DC and made a special trip down here to Oklahoma. He frequents the state because he realizes how important Oklahoma is to the oil and gas industry as a whole here in America and really in the world. Um, but he's with the American Petroleum Institute. He came down and spoke to the Petroleum Alliance. And 
you know, the the petroleum, well, the, the API, the American Petroleum Institute, just to give people background, has 600 members. And those members include large companies like Exxon and Chevron, who have a big footprint here in Oklahoma. And it's the largest and oldest trade association. And they really advocate for oil and gas. Uh, but they set standards for health and safety and environment. And their mission is really to keep the oil and gas industry viable. And they see this uh, current administration as a real threat to the oil and gas industry. So that means it's a threat, a direct threat to Oklahoma and our economy. Uh, I, I don't know if there's a more important conversation to have regarding our economy than that related to the oil and gas industry. And, you know, right outside of my door, I look out and I can see 50 large windmills. And anybody, especially out in western Oklahoma, is familiar with the large windmills that are uh, circulating constantly. And, you know, some things are beautiful, some things are atrocious. Uh, when it comes to energy production, they're questionable and most would agree not reliable. I personally am, am not opposed to any and all means of energy, energy production. I think we should embrace all of it, but not to the exclusion of the oil and gas industry. Uh, I think we should constantly explore hydrogen and solar and wind, uh, but that does not mean that we are trying to replace the oil and gas industry, because I think the statistics say that by 2050, if every country in the Paris Climate Accord were to live up to their obligations, which none of them will, by no, the way. they won't. The United States is a leader in that, and, and is a question of even if we can live up to that. So no country is going to live up to that, but even if they could, Still, by 2050, um, 60% of the vehicles or the world is still going to be dependent on oil and gas. Jacob, totally with you. I think let's pursue everything. Let's do solar. Let's do wind. But let's don't throw right. common sense out the window. You know, the interesting thing that I get a chuckle about, not really, um, is that they talk about it's better for the environment. Let, let's go all electric on cars. Well, have you seen what you have to do to get those lithium batteries? Um, the the strip oh, mining, you know, it's crazy. And, and it's not just the process of the mining; it's where they're mining. I mean, we'll be de completely dependent on China if we yep. move completely to EVs. It's child labor doing that. And I'll tell you something else: um, there, you got to plug those cars in to to charge them. And guess where that electricity is going to come from? Most right. likely fossil fuels, because reality is um, we're just not there yet. And certainly 10 years from now, we're not going to be there yet. Um, I don't know. I think all three of us are close to the same age. We we remember growing up in school and we were we were told that uh, there was only uh, that all the oil had been discovered, that there was only so much. Saudi Arabia had almost all of it. And then a man from Oklahoma named Harold Ham discovered the Balkan, a uh, huge energy play that started to change um, the realization of exactly how much oil and gas we have. Um, in Chesapeake, did a Aubrey McClendon uh, did a, a huge uh, job to uh, to unearth a, a lot of natural gas. And it, it's funny, you know. Your, your your guest, Mike Summers, API, I read an article. Now, th this is a great. I had it on my desk, and I, I, I pulled it up here. This was uh, commissioned for, for API did it, I think, in late of 2021. But the numbers are really eye-opening. Um, 
API, based on the latest government data available when this article came out, Oklahoma's natural gas and oil industry supports, now get this, 389,800 total jobs across the state. Uh, That was for 2019. Oklahoma ranked among the highest states for share of total economic contributions by natural gas and oil, generated $57.7 billion towards our state uh, gross domestic product including uh, $32.8 billion added to total labor. And so um, it's a big deal. We, are, we all know that listening. It's a big deal in Oklahoma. I just want us to, uh, to not uh, turn a blind eye to common sense and, yeah. and, and let us get independent again for, for, for not just each individual state uh, states, but for the America to, to have energy independence is, is a must, I feel like. And uh, so anyway, I'm, I'm very thankful for our oil and gas um, workers and, and owners. Um, I, I, I think they're doing great work. And, uh, you know, yeah. we, we at McGuire Capital help, help that industry, uh, the employees and the owners by um, – protecting their lifetime incomes. You know, there are many things that we can do when we do our financial planning process with that industry and the owners in that industry, we look at helping them set up a a legacy plan. You know, what are they going to do with the ownership in that company? How are they going to give that to their heirs? What are they going to do about taxes? The employees that work for them, we help companies set up 401k plans. We help participants in those plans to manage their money. Um, you know, true financial planning, and especially if you live in Oklahoma, you've got to include this industry and you need to know something about the industry. You know, I have lots of oil and gas consultants. I understand uh, that they started at that that lowest position, most of them, uh, as, as a roughneck on that on that rig and they work themselves up to be the consultant being over that. There's such specialization in in everything from fracking to, to, you know, uh, to the actual, from drilling to, to production, uh, water transportation. Once the well is in production, I am I've been blessed. I, I, I know, I know a little bit about a lot of those things and I have clients in all of those areas. So I understand the challenges, uh, being away from your family, being on, couple of weeks and then off a week and then back on a couple of weeks, oftentimes out of state. I, I want as McGuire capital to help people like this to, to, so they don't have to worry about the management of their money and, um, and, and to have some peace of mind as they build their nest egg towards retiring someday. So very thankful, uh, Jake, that, that you are enlightening in, in other areas Oklahoma and and also I'm appreciative of your faith. Um, I, I think that uh, you have been called to do your show and uh, it, it it does me good to to uh, I like trying to catch your show every morning that I can. Man, well I appreciate it. And what I, I appreciate about you, Michael, is you don't just deal with tall ships, you deal with small ships. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't have oil money, but I said, you know, after I heard you a few times on the radio, I said, I need to reach out to him. And I could tell you were a man of integrity. It just comes across on the air. 
uh, I could tell that you were speaking from your heart, from actual experience, and, so, and you were local. And I reached out. I can't recommend you enough and in your office enough. Um, you brought us in, me and my wife, my girl sat down and heard our story. You told yours. And now we're off and running with the financial plan. And I so appreciate that. And I just, I highly recommend you to everyone out there listening. You need to call in today. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Well, we uh, still enjoy doing it. I still enjoy getting up after three decades of doing it. So that's a good thing. Um, yeah. And what's fascinating, like your story, you know, you talked to me about your, your dad's company started and, 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 and uh, you are directly uh, in, in related to the oil and gas industry and other industries. Yeah. Um, so it's fascinating getting to hear people's lives and, and uh, to try to help make a difference for that, for them. Um, uh, you know, I guess, and Tony, you have been, Gosh, are you 40 years in radio now, Tony? Yeah, somewhere over 35. Uh, let's just leave there it at go. that. Okay. Let's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 35 years. Yeah, like, 35 like, like plus, this. maybe maybe 37. Maybe I've yep. maybe I stopped counting at 35. But uh, yeah, I've I've been working in this field for a long time in various aspects. So you know, started off in radio when I was still in high school and just kept doing it, and then got a job out in. Uh, I'm from Minnesota, born and raised on a farm, but ended up in LA doing radio promotions for record labels. Then in Nashville, working for word entertainment, uh, word, um, uh, the Christian gospel label. So, uh, you know, got to work. I was Amy Grant's radio promoter for uh, about three years. So that was, yeah, that was, that was fun. Worked with jars of clay and some other great bands out there and lived in Nashville for six years with my wife. So and then, and then, but the whole time I kept doing radio shows, but I really, Jake, am impressed with what you're able to do there and have a fun talk show like that. I think it's great what you do. In fact, um, let's remind our listeners right now, uh, what time is your show? When does your show air? When can our listeners tune in and hear that? Yeah. So it's every Monday through Friday, every, every weekday morning from seven to 8 AM. And so not a, not extremely early, but it is it is early, and so a lot of listeners on the way to work uh, catch it. But it's Monday through Friday, seven to eight a.m. They can also catch it on freedom969.com. Uh, you can click my show there and find all the archive shows, and then they can also download the Freedom 96.9 app, and you can catch Michael's show on Saturday live. You know any any of the programming. On Freedom 96.9 is going to be through the app, and you can carry it wherever you go. That's awesome. Hey, the, the app is awesome. You know, the station has such a, a, a wide reach in Oklahoma, but I, I'll go to the fringe, and, out and, and I discovered that app, and it, it's awesome. Yeah. It, it really yeah, is great. good. So, uh, Well, I so like the – go ahead, Jake. I was just going to say we're the only 100,000-watt news and talk station in Oklahoma, so we have the broadest reach. And I believe we're the most conservative. So we're really speaking, I think, to the grassroots uh, people across Oklahoma and the values that they represent. Well, and that's the thing. That's what I'm impressed with is that your show focuses on Oklahoma and and what uh, people here are dealing with day to day and what's in the best interests of Oklahomans. And so I just think that is uh, really great. And that's what makes you so great is you really uh, focus in on that. And I, Michael, you try to do that as well. I know that you yep. do that and that's where you've been working and you've helped so many people, Michael, here in Oklahoma, 
uh, get on the right financial track, help them with retirement income planning. And so it all ties together. In fact, you know, uh, Jake, you talk about how important the energy industry is to Oklahoma, and that is obvious. And I mean, uh, that many jobs, hundreds of thousands of jobs, when you look at the total population of uh, Oklahoma, that's pretty impressive. And that's a pretty big bite. And and that's just directly. There's so many indirect jobs uh, that it it affects. Uh, I mean, it really drives the economy of the state. So you do have to really take a close look at that. And I'm glad you guys are talking about that today. But it ties in, uh, Michael, with your financial aspect and financial planning, too, because you have to look at uh, where your job's at and energy costs uh, tie into where our money is at and what's going to happen with the markets, doesn't it? Hey, oh, it certainly does. You know, anywhere for my people that own tire companies, well, guess what? Uh, they prosper when there's more pickup trucks in the oil and gas going, right? Uh, from people that, that uh, the phones, everything, it's amazing the trickle-down effect that happens. And what's important for me is um, to, 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 it's my motto, know, like, and trust. So to know somebody is to really try to know them. I want to know what their, their work life is like, the, the worries and the, the, the ups and downs of a, of a market. Um, and, and that way you really, you can see what keeps them up at night and you can adjust their financial nest egg and how we're going to build that uh, accordingly. And, uh, and, and obviously we use a, a, a planning method. Um, we do social security maximization where we're actually looking at the person, each individual client, their unique situation, how much they put back, uh, into the social security administration. We're going to help them pull that directly from SSA.gov and, and tell them when they should start taking social security and then couple with that, that 401k, I have so many people hear me on the radio show and call me that are not at retirement. They are, they've got a 403b or a 401k or an IRA. Um, and they just want advice, you know, and they'll come in. We'll, we'll do just like I did with, with, uh, Jake and Nicole, they'll come in and, and we'll sit down and we'll look at what they're doing today and we'll create a, a a financial plan for them. And Jake, you mentioned it, and I appreciate you doing that. My book, uh, Tall Ships and Small Ships, that first meeting, I, I, I hand that off to the client um, because I think it's important um, to, to have a roadmap for your nest egg and, and to get you not only to retirement, but through retirement. And so... Uh, tall ships and small ships. I'm Irish, and I, I I love the saying that that I have made my own. There are tall <laughs> ships, and small ships, and ships that sail the sea. But the best ships are friendships, and may they always be. Well, just like right now, Jake and Tony are friends, and uh, and, and but it has another meaning. Uh, tall ships meaning people with lots of money. I've got a phone call that's going to happen after we get off the air today. Uh, with somebody that that uh, they're in the middle of selling their oil and gas company, uh, a drilling company, and uh, that conversation will be a tall ship conversation. And then just last week, um, I, I'm helping somebody that that doesn't even have a thousand dollars. They're renting and they want to own their home. That's their goal. So I'm putting a plan together so that they can accomplish that. And that's my small ships. And I love both tall and small, it, I'm called to help. 
And, and so that is the purpose of the book is, um, well, quite frankly, you know, it's it's my carrot to to help get you to come see me, complimentary to <laughs> have the deal. But I'm going to give you my book, and uh, uh, I think you know, listeners that have have done that, and I've I've had a tremendous amount, over a hundred now since the first of the year, um, because of the radio show. Um, I, I, I am definitely blessed, and I am on a mission, and I do feel like that this I'm in the right place in the right time. Um, meeting people like Jake, uh, like you, um, it just enriches the, the cool thing about what I do is I get to see so many different walks of life. And, um, if you, if you currently have a financial advisor that you really don't know, or maybe you don't like them, you know, maybe, uh, <laughs> I, I had, a, I had somebody out of, uh, well, out, out of the panhandle come see me and they were a farmer and a rancher. And he told me right up front, he said, now, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to interview three other people after I, you're my first. I'm like, Oh, great. I'm number one. You know, you're going to forget <laughs> me. And uh, he came back and he said, you know what, you know, two of those guys, when I told them what I did, they looked down on me. I could just tell it. And he said, I just, I told, he said, my wife actually told me when we left you that there was no need to see anybody else that she had made her decision. But he said, we, we had done it and went and, and I want to be treated by people the way, you know, I want to treat people the way I want to be treated. Right. And so yeah. you'll find with me that, that, um, you'll, you'll feel just as important as, um, as the richest person, you know, I don't care if you've got, you know, a hundred dollars that you need to start. Um, I love helping. And so that's, you know, that, that's my, that's my calling anyway. So I think that's great. So, you know what, Michael, let's take this opportunity. We should take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk to Jake some more, but uh, let's give away a few copies of the book, uh, let our listeners call in, and if they want to set that complimentary, no-cost, no-obligation consultation with you, uh, they can do that. Absolutely. So it all starts with a phone call. Give me a call, Michael McGuire, at 405-760-5863, and we would love to set an appointment with you in which we're going to give you our book, and uh, we're just going to have a conversation. Uh, I'd also encourage listeners to tune in to Jake Merrick also on FM 96.9 each and every weekday at 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. I think you will will thank me for for uh, keying you in to his program. He has different topics uh, each day, kind of different themes and and everything really is. um, All things local and everything Oklahoma. So I think you'll enjoy that very much. All right. And we're going to be right back with more of the bull and bear show and our host, Michael McGuire, right after this retirement today looks much different than it has in the past. Market volatility, low interest rates, and the rising cost of healthcare have left more of a burden on individuals than ever before, but it doesn't have to new generation retirement offers a holistic approach to preparing for your golden years. This five-step process allows you to explore key areas that we believe are fundamental to successful retirement planning. You'll be confident knowing that you have been given careful consideration to asset allocation and risk, income planning, legacy planning, and tax strategies. You are invited to a complimentary dinner and workshop to learn how you can utilize this holistic approach to retirement planning. For times, location, and to reserve your seat at one of these workshops, 
call McGuire Capital at 405-760-5863 or online at mcguirecap.com. Once again, that's 405-760-5863 or mcguirecap.com. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tends to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call McGuire Capital. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 405-760-5863 or visit us at McGuireCap.com. And welcome back to the Bull and Bear Show. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I am here with the host, the man with the plan, is Michael McGuire. And we have a very special guest with us today, Michael. Absolutely, Mr. Jake Merrick from the Jake Merrick Radio Show. All right. Well, Jake. Hey, thanks, Michael. Yeah, Jake, thanks for coming on with us today. We've talked about a lot of different things. What do you talk about on your show besides energy and the oil industry? <laughs> well, like Michael said, it's all things local and everything Oklahoma. So if it has a connection with the state, then I want to talk about it, especially if it's important to the people. And, you know, I've, I've listened to talk radio for years and being in Oklahoma for the last 15 years, I don't, I don't have, I don't have a radio station set on my car that I can reliably go to, to find local conservative news. Um, I already knew that and was frustrated by that. So when I was asked, if I would be interested in bringing uh, an Oklahoma focused show to the radio, I jumped at it because I knew there was a void out there. And I knew that people were, were really hungry for relevant issues that had a conservative view. And so that's what I bring. I bring that conservative stance. That's what my look at my voting record in the Senate is I voted far right. I, I represent, I represent the right wing, the conservatives, the Christians, those who love the constitution and so I love to talk about everything related to that. I bring in a lot of um, my former colleagues, the senators, the representatives that I served with and some new that come in and talk about what's happening up at the Capitol. And on, on Tuesdays, I have 2A Tuesday with Don Spencer. He's the um, president of, um, of OK2A, the largest 2A uh, lobbying group in the state. And he's up at the Capitol five days a week lobbying for our freedoms. And I bring him on every Tuesday to talk about what's happening up at the Capitol. Uh, but like I said, I had a family on just this morning talking about their struggle with DHS and getting their grandchild back. And I had Riley Gaines on the other day to talk about her fight for women's rights in sports. So it is a wide gamut, but if there's a connection to Oklahoma, I'll be talking about it. Awesome. That's great. I think that's, that's fantastic. Well, I know you've got a couple of big fans right here with Michael and I, that's for sure. And uh, oh, I know a lot of people do appreciate it. And, you know, having worked in radio for a long time, and I always enjoy talk radio, uh, but, you know, lived for a long time in the Twin Cities area of Minneapolis, lived in Nashville. And you know what? Uh, it is a real uh, area of need in talk radio and in general, not just conservative, but especially that but there just isn't local talk to find yeah. out what's going, what's going on with my state, what's going on with my area. 
uh, when you tune right. into talk radio and it's so many nationally syndicated shows or it's all about sports or it's all about, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's not necessarily what's going on in Oklahoma with the citizens in our area. And, Absolutely. and especially from that uh, viewpoint, from a Christian conservative viewpoint, uh, that is a real need and a niche that you filled that just, you cannot find it. And it's not just in Oklahoma city. You can't find it. You can't find that, uh, anywhere in Oklahoma, hardly. And it's hard to find. I mean, there, there are a few out there, but not, uh, not locally. That is a big need and a big hole that you've filled, I think. Well, thank you. I think it is. And I end every show by saying, never forget the sovereignty of your person, your state, or your God. And so I really bring it back to personal responsibility and for us owning our own lives. And that includes our state. And I emphasize Oklahoma and the sovereign state that it was intended to be. You know, when the original 13 colonies were, were founded, they were founded as nation states that came together to unite together to form a nation with limited powers granted to the federal government. And it was always priority given to the state. But things have been flipped upside down for a long time now, where the preference is given to the nation and to the federal, and it has weakened our state sovereignty and our state power. So I want to help reverse that trend and bring people back to a place of personal responsibility to take action locally and in their state. Uh, so that we're not beholden to the federal government. And, you know, I think two ways we can do that as we own our person and our own uh, individual sovereign selves is two ways. Own your health and own your finances. You know, take personal responsibility for your health. I always say that the first step in protecting your freedom is protecting your health. But I could also say it would be also protecting your financial uh, place, protecting your money, your investments. Because, you know, that's, that's being attacked and targeted right now by, you know, the elites and by big government. So if they can control your money and your health, they've got you. So I, I really bring that back to that personal responsibility and accountability. And that's why I think it's a great fit with Michael's show is uh, help in really getting control of your finances. No, I, I agree with everything you said there for sure. I think uh, uh, it, it, we need to we need to be more self-reliant. Um, what happens is I think, um, well, you know, as you get people more and more dependent on government, let's just be frank handouts. Um, they're just, they lose themselves. They lose their fight, uh, their dreams. You know, my oldest Jacob, who's, um, well, Jake's 32 now. And, um, Jacob, when he was in high school, I said, son, I want you to think about stepping on a box and to look above the herd of everybody in your class. And he's like, you know, what are you talking about, dad? And I wanted to plant a vision. And I've done the same thing with Beck and Bree, my younger ones. I, I want you to, to not follow the crowd. I want you to understand the direction the crowd's going, what they're doing, why they're doing it. Because right now you have dreams. You want to be somebody. You're going to change the world. And I said, what happens? You'll continue that through college, but you'll have you'll have a lot of people pulling you in different directions to take you off of the path. 
but I, I want you to step above and look, look at the horizon, look past the crowd, because what happens in life is we end up getting stuck in a rut. We end up living for the weekend. We end up losing our dreams. We wake up and there's reality. There's bills and taxes and soon marriage and family and obligations. And we can lose sight of that fire we had when we were 18 years old. And um, I, I think that's true in many things in life that we've got to guard ourselves um, from you know, for me, I deal with money every day. Well, I'm a Christian and I don't want to make money my God. I, I don't want to allow that to replace, you know, what's really important, which is where your your soul, where you're going to go when you pass. Um, and, and that's true in just many things in life it, is that you, you need to keep your focus. And I always say God first then my beautiful wife, then my children, and then my clients and my business. And, and we all need to, we all need to be responsible just as our state, our state needs to, to uh, be responsible for its citizens and not look so much to, to the federal government because we end up getting people running that show that they really don't have an interest in Oklahoma. They have an inter a bigger, wider interest if it's called power um, and, and control. And, uh, so absolutely. I, I appreciate you saying what you said. I, I think you're right about health. Um, uh, I think that, uh, when I talk to people, the big, I got you, I can set them up with a financial plan, help them and grow that nest egg. But when I look at them, the thing that can rob you, there's two major thieves that can take away your nest egg. And it's one of them is inflation. And the other one is just as powerful, and that's poor health. Poor yeah. all the money in the world will not buy you that much more time. Uh, we only we all uh, you know have our time. and but but when you have to go into a assisted living facility or you have to um, you have a stroke or something major, the, the expenses today are so great for a hospital stay. If you don't have proper insurance, which Medicare is going to help help on that front, but not long-term care, you, you need to be talking with a financial advisor about setting yourself up with a long-term care policy. Because I can see these things, and Tony, you've lived this, you see these things go to six, seven, eight, nine thousand a month. And I don't care yeah. how big your nest egg, that, that will really chip away. Uh, if not yeah. totally destroy it. Yeah, that's a huge crisis uh, for a lot of folks right now is healthcare costs and long-term care and things like that. So you have to have a plan in place. But, you know, this is a great show. As we wind down here, we, we, we're we almost out of time. Um, you know, it's funny you went to seminary, Jake. I just have to ask you before we go, um, free will or predestination? <laughs> yes. <laughs> putting you on the spot. You're not going to commit. I, I, I love no, it. You don't want to offend the Calvinists out there. Uh, I will. I will. Yeah. I almost went to seminary. I'm, I'm fascinated by theology. I've read a lot of books, but I've never went like yourself. And so, uh, I almost went that route, um, too. I didn't because I ended up getting into radio and that sucked right. me. In. That sucked me in. But 
and I had the perfect face for radio, so I'm glad I I, I made that decision. <laughs> rather, I agree on that. <laughs> rather than get, yeah, rather than get up in front of people, but uh, yeah, free will was the right answer. Uh, I'm not afraid to offend the Calvinists. <laughs> I, I usually go with Jesus, you know, just Jesus, and uh, let him sort it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Good answer. Good answer. That's funny. Um, uh, well, uh, Michael, is there anything else you wanted to add before we go? Well, I just want to tell everybody, I thank you so much for listening. I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Jake, thank you so much for coming on the show. Tony, as thank always, you. thank you. Uh, and, and again, reach me, uh, Michael McGuire at 405-760-5863. God bless and go out and make it a great week. All right. Thank you so much, Michael. And thank you, Jake. Appreciate having you on the show. I hope everybody tunes in weekday mornings at uh, 7 a.m., correct? That's right. That's right. I appreciate you guys. All right. Appreciate you. What a great show today. And listeners, thanks for tuning in. That does it for today's episode of The Bull and Bear Show with our host, Michael McGuire. Thank you for listening to The Bull and Bear Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael McGuire at McGuire Retirement Solutions. Call 405-760-5863 or visit them online at mcguirecap.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by McGuire Capital Management, a registered investment advisor in the state of Oklahoma. Michael McGuire and McGuire Capital Management are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.